0: What do Jacinda Ardern, Ryan Gosling, Pope John Paul II, Adolf Hitler, and worst of all, Roseanne Barr have in common? What does Jacinda
1: Ardern
2: have against Mushrooms? Who is nearly the Prime Minister of New Zealand instead of Jacinda Ardern?
3: And how is Jacinda's rise to power prophesied by a yeasty snack? (laughs) Impossible to say the phrase yeasty snack with a straight (laughs) word.
0: Today we are saluting the prime minister of our country, (laughs) the one, though the Jacinda Ardern. We are talking facts about her, and we will each be pitching our favourite facts. And at the end of the episode, we will choose whose fact has been our favourite of the day. So, Jacinda Ardern. She's the prime minister of New Zealand. There are four Jacindas on Wikipedia, and one of them is (laughs) fictional.
3: I, while install. I was researching this week, um, I kept getting really hungry because also I've been watching a lot of Bake Off lately and I just kept getting confused about Jacon sponges.
1: Can you name another famous... There's, a, there's an
0: actress and an Australian sports person who I think passed away now. And then the other one is a character on the TV show um, Once Upon a Time. It's the it's the Cinderella character, Jacinda, and the character's name is Ella. Oh,
1: oh, okay. Is the reason it's so rare is it's actually a name like Ja Rule? Like it's just a rapper name. Your name's yeah. really similar. Yeah. But yeah.
2: That's right, it's a DJ ja name. <laughs> yeah, Ella, cool Jacinda. Ladies love, cool Jacinda. Oh man, what a fact. I um, found out
3: a terrible one of those recently, which is there's this dreadful program called Selling Sunset, um, which is like a reality tv show and one of the characters is called well one of the human real people on it is called chris shell and it's because she was born in a shell station and the person who helped her mum give birth was called chris so she's chris Shell, Chris. Oh Shell. Oh God! There used to be a whole lesson in I family think. law where you'd go through like cases and just look at twins called Benson and Hedges or Harley <laughs> and Davidson.
0: So of course, um, Jacinda Ardern is uh, part of the Labour Party here in New Zealand. She's the leader of the Labour Party. I She's found out part of it. Yeah. Throughout the history of the Labour Party, 24% of their leaders have been called David. There was and there was
2: the period of time where they had more Davids than women in their front bench, which I yeah. thought was great. <laughs> that
3: was just before Jacinda came to power. Wasn't it? Right.
2: Like, yeah, Not yeah. a great day, not a great era for the Labour Party by all accounts.
0: They had a run of oh uh, yeah, Cunliffe, Parker, and uh Shearer, and then David Longy was the the four.
2: My favorite, my favorite thing about Jacinda I don't is um that like everyone was like, Oh, she's gonna be the next leader. But by by my understanding, and I i kind of know people who know Jacinda, she never wanted to be late. late. She was yeah. like, No, I don't, I don't, don't, I don't, I wanna keep my soul intact, like I want to yeah. like live. And they're like, no, you have to do it because the entire party will destruct, self destruct self-destruct if you do not do this. And then it didn't, and it turns out that they were all correct. Tom, yeah. I want to know I- who who was going to be the leader. You said that. It- no, I operate under their under the idea of um, spousal determination. Um, so, do uh, you, you know the story about Michelle Obama? Um, so they go back to their hometown and they go to this diner uh, with her and Barack and um, one of her old flames owns the diner and Barack leads over to her and says, look at that, honey, you could have uh, married a guy who owns a diner. She goes, no, I still would have married the guy who was uh, president of the United States. <laughs> um, so, you know, that's my thing. So Clark Gayford, uh, obviously um, soon to be husband of Jacinda Ardern, uh, um, and all around, lovely fishermen. Um, he they got together because he um, was writing a letter to his, his MPs about the GCSB bill. Sent a letter to Nikki Kay, Jacinda Ardern's famous rival for the Auckland Central fisherman. seat and the one who kept beating her all the time. Um, and he sent a letter to her. Didn't get anything back. Sent a letter to Jacinda Ardern. She replied. They met out for coffee. Headed off. Next thing you know, she's Prime Minister of New Zealand. <laughs> so. If my theory is that if Nikki K had responded and Clark gayford and her had hit it off, then she would have been <laughs> Prime Minister of New Zealand. Amazing. I, I think without the Omega 3 that Clark gayford's fishing would have brought, uh, I don't know if anyone has the strength to go up against western <laughs> Peters and not I mean, he be has, crushed.
3: He- He has an entire show about moving houses in improbable positions. If that doesn't describe Labor under New Zealand First, I don't know what else. (laughs) (laughs) It's
0: funny. But you mentioned the, the
3: rivalry with Nikki Kay. I went looking for early interviews with Jacinda to try and find out what the vibe was when she was, because she was elected to Parliament. In 2008 the same year that she assumed the presidency of the international student socialists committee which yes. is for someone who was also at that time just finished working in tony blair's labor government it's quite a yeah. quite a, a broad political remit yeah so she on.
0: she she worked for helen clark um for phil goff who's the mayor of auckland new zealand's biggest city and uh yeah and tony blair and then when she pops up and's like, yeah, I guess I'm going to be the leader now. We're like, yeah, you kind of had the experience for it. <laughs> Throughout history, she was always mates with Grant Robertson. And the mm. idea was always that Grant was going to be the, the prime minister and she was going to be his deputy, but then um, awfully they kind of said oh grant's gay and they're like I, we don't think the public's ready for a for a gay man to be the leader of the of the, the party which is ridiculous and then well we got just into who's who's great as well but grant robertson's great as well i've done an improv show with him
1: but if if clark had written to grant who knows maybe the, <laughs> yeah. the public would have <laughs> turned around yeah, true. He's so um, cute.
0: Yeah. oh where, yeah. where i used to study when we were at uni in dunedin on the desk um scratched into it was written clark gave it has had sex with those 400 women.
1: <laughs> well, we haven't had 400 women prime ministers, so that might sink Tom's theory. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, true. I, I just wanted to go back though, uh, didn't Jacinda Arden also famously work in a fish and chip shop when she was growing up? Yeah. And she was now, 15. she's marrying Mr Fish, so maybe true. she's going for the yeah, fish oh. empire.
2: My, my favourite thing about, about Jacinda Ardern is that like, the power gap in New Zealand is so small between, like, just, you know, me, some decade on a podcast, and the <laughs> Prime Minister. Like, I have, I know a guy who could give me her number. Um, <laughs> Like, I could send her a text, be like, What up, Jay? Um, but, like, there's like TikToks and things, like, watching, like, oh, there's a, sec- the, the famous one of, like, the, oh, there's the security guys. What are they, who are they here for? <gasps>
0: it's Jacinda. It's Artie <laughs> Jacinda. send Jacinda. <laughs> yeah. Um, I've met Jacinda, I did warm up for the leaders debate <laughs> between her and Judith Collins. Yeah, I looked after the audience and made sure they were going to make noise and stuff. As a joke before, it, I said, um, hey guys, I'm an undecided voter, so whoever's the best audience member tonight, uh, I'll let you choose who I vote for. And Jacinda said, um, is that open to me as well? And I said, yeah, sure mate. And uh, she wasn't Yay. the best audience member, the best audience member was a guy who was on his phone. I went and sat down next to him and I said, uh, Oh, my God, this guy's on Tinder, everyone, this guy's on Tinder right now. And he laughed. And then I later found out that man was the head of Discovery, um, which had just bought the network that I worked on. And uh, luckily, he has a sense of humor. Otherwise, I would not be working. Animal.
3: If he really was on Tinder, is that why Jacinda just had to make the announcement about um, Tinder dating being back open for Auckland and up to 25 people at
2: a time congregate
3: for adult-themed time? Um, 25 seems
2: like too much for an orgy. I don't remember the names of most of my co-workers.
0: I doubt that your orgy is really based around your work colleagues, that just doesn't seem you right. You don't know my work. Don't, wait, you work with children! <laughs> no I don't. And but, animals. But <laughs> <laughs>
2: None of my co-workers died <laughs> minions.
0: <laughs> I've met Jacinda, but I've also uh, kind of met um, New Zealand's 30th Prime Minister, Bill Rowling. Um, because I sang at his funeral. So I kind of met him. He, <laughs> no.
3: He didn't, um, didn't have great chats.
1: Did you same sing, goes, um, if you don't know me by now?
2: Or? <laughs> no, Sam goes, hey, hey, um, I'm an undecided voter. Uh... <laughs>
0: <laughs> so I found out that um, Norman Kirk was the, uh, the Prime Minister, but he um, died in office, and he was replaced by a guy called Hugh Watt for seven days.
3: I just love the idea that someone came in and was like, Oh my God, Kirk's passed away. Oh, we've got to replace him. Who's it? Who's next in line? Hugh what? Hugh what? <laughs> it's just, it, it's a Monty Python sketch. It's ridiculous. It's a, it's a
1: who's great. on first.
3: Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> if he was around today, do you think he'd He'd use, um, you see me rolling, they hating. Is, um. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of that, the day that Jacinda
0: Ardern was uh, elected Prime Minister for the first time, um, National uh, got sued by Eminem for stealing, uh, for stealing oh, yeah. the music for Lose Yourself. That was the same day, David.
2: What I love about that is that they're getting sued on the same day that they're sued by a DJ, the same time they got beaten by a DJ. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> That's great. Although
3: people like to talk up Jacinda's career as a DJ. It sounds like she did one set at Real Groovy and then she was also Laneways. Yeah, but she was already yes, she was already an MP when she did the DJ set at Laneways. So it kind of feels like then Paris Hilton gets a gig at Ibiza, and you're like,
2: Jen, Jen have you heard a set at Laneways?
3: No, but I'm extremely no. musically incompetent.
2: <laughs> no, leave her alone.
3: I've also never been the leader of the leader of the Labour Party. Tom, get off my back.
2: Well, maybe you we should try
1: harder. Maybe you call yourself David.
3: <laughs> well um i looked into how jacinda was covered early in her career because i was really interested in you know now it seems like this inevitable rise to fame so i wanted to see if that was present in these early interviews and i found what i think may be the worst article covering a political now a political leader so it kicks off with the line jacinda ardern intends to paint this town red and as she kicks off her sensible black flats it's clear she started with her toenails Ooh. Okay. Yep. Ooh. Um, this is written by a, a human woman, allegedly, and it talks about how she was going up against Nikki Kaye in the 2011 election for Auckland Central. Uh, it'll be the prettiest battle of the 2011 election. Kaye, who turned 30 last month, was recently voted sexiest female politician, with Ardern close behind in third. Oh, that Important is... facts! Yeah.
1: So it's not quite the earliest interview of Jacinda Ardern, though. I'd like to talk about Jacinda Ardern's oldest enemy, which isn't any MP actually, uh, it's fungus. So uh, Jacinda Ardern, a great win, uh, a great gain for politics, but a great loss for science. As a 17 year old, Jacinda Ardern was interviewed on TVNZ uh, talking about her science fair project, was, which was finding bacteria that could kill fungus, kill mushrooms, Ooh, and she isolated so them, cute. won a prize. Amazing. I
0: love that she was good at science. So then she went and did a Bachelor of Communications. Yeah, nice.
3: <laughs> Governing the country during a pandemic, communications True. and a working knowledge of virology, probably quite helpful. <laughs> True, yeah. But Kenny, I would like to point out, I think I know an earlier foe, Okay. which is the inability to wear trousers. So when she was at Lawrenceville High School, um, she got into student politics because she thought it was ridiculous that the girls weren't allowed to wear trousers as part of the school uniform, they had to wear the skirts. And so she got onto the Student Council so that she could protest women not being, or girls not being allowed to wear trousers as part of the school uniform.
0: That sounds so much like (laughs) Helen Clark got in trouble for... For the same thing, she said, "I want to wear trousers to um some uh, overseas thing." I like to sometimes call her Helen Clark Gayford because she's <laughs> the combination of like the two people. Like Helen Clark was her mentor. Like that's how
1: she got. Yeah, mm. that's so cool. Did she win? Was she able to wear trousers?
3: She was, yeah, but she went too far because she ended up on the school suspension committee, helping decide which of her um, peers would be kicked out and suspended from school. <laughs>
0: Amazing. Um, But there's a
3: great quote from her maiden speech, which I have absolutely no idea how to interpret, because I was trying to reconcile this whole, like, President of the International Union of Socialist Youth, with being the Labour Party MP, with working for Tony Blair, with all of these different things, Um, and in her maiden speech in Parliament, she said, some people have asked me whether I am a radical. My answer to that question is very simple. I am from (laughs) Morrinsville. I have no idea how to interpret it, but I love it because it's one of those beautifully, it's almost like a zen koan. Like it kind of, you can just say it and people are like, oh yeah. yeah, I'm yeah. From yeah. Too. Like emotionally. <laughs> I, think I think it means way...
1: in Morrensville people still use the word radical. <laughs> <laughs> but they mean it like radical. Cool? No, yeah. yeah. or, or,
2: or it's like, but in a way, aren't we all from
0: Morrinsville? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Guys, it's date night with Sam Smith. Here we go. So, first well, of all, Jenny Shipley, the first female Prime Minister of New Zealand. She was born on a date that I can't remember, but it was the same day as a man called Jerry Shirley, very similar names, Jenny Shipley, Jerry Shirley, who was the drummer for a band called Humble Pie. Second fact, the next female Prime Minister of New Zealand, Helen Clark, was born on the same day as the guitarist from Journey. Whoa! Third fact, (laughs) Jacinda Ardern was born on the very same day as one of my favorite guitarists, Dave Beckish from Sum 41. And here's the real zinger. Do you know how old Jacinda is? She's 41. Boom. <laughs> Mike drop. We got in too deep. Thank you. That was Date Night with Sam Smith. Speaking about lots of famous people, um, I asked before what uh, Jacinda, Ryan Gosling, Pope John Paul II, Christina Aguilera. Paul Walker from the Fast and the Furious movies, Catherine uh, Heigl, Adolf Hitler, and Roseanne Barr have in common. Do you guys have any ideas?
2: Is it that they didn't quite finish their whole series and had to be replaced with a CGI double?
1: <laughs> I'm just going to go with they were born on the same day. <laughs> no, um,
0: surprisingly, uh, this might freak you out. They have all been baptized into the Mormon church. Half of the people, the people who are alive, like Roseanne and Catherine uh, Heigl and um, all the, pe- yeah, the people that are living, they are Mormons. Like Jacinda Rodin was a Mormon <laughs> and has since left. So the Mormon Church have this thing where they baptize people um, posthumously. So, like, um, they have b- baptized Anne Frank, famously a Jew, uh, Adolf Hitler, famously definitely not a Mormon. A and uh, yeah, One so choice. all these people have yeah become members yeah. of the of the the
3: Church of the Latter Day Saints. And Frank and Hitler on the same day, just to piss everyone off.
1: Can the Jewish faith do this? And because making Hitler a Jew would just be so um, fucking funny. I thought he
2: was I thought, I thought Hitler was Jewish. I thought Hitler's mum was Jewish. Or had, had, that, you, know, you think of John Key? Ah, uh, yeah. But like, what, what do we call like? Hey, you know who? You know who we really want to have known as a Mormon.
0: Yeah, Yeah, Yeah. I'm not quite sure why they chose him. Seems like an odd choice. But yeah, the idea the idea is that they kind of forgive people, I guess, no matter who, so that they can uh yeah get into on their vision of heaven. I
3: was gonna say, isn't it a bit of a point scoring thing as well? Like you're supposed to baptize a certain number of people and then that builds up your heaven cred and then you get into a better heaven.
1: You get a better planet. There's another evangelical church. And I think it's Seventh-day Adventist, but I'm possibly not correct. Where there's only 200,000 spots in heaven. So you're in you you have to try and get people into the church with you. But you're positively incentivized not to do a good job because you want those <laughs> spots for yourself <laughs> that's very funny
3: yeah if you read the private memoirs and confessions of a justified sinner by james hogg which is a very awesome trippy terrifying book the protagonist is in one of those weird sects where his ascension to heaven is confirmed so he goes around like murdering loads of people and stuff because he's in heaven it doesn't matter what he does but he's also still supposed to be trying to convert people to the religion amazing but yeah it's very
1: strange. I recommend you repent right now. Why? <laughs> <laughs> <There is. laughs>
0: in Mormonism, some some Mormons believe that Cain from the Bible is the same as Bigfoot because there is a passage that describes that they were walking along next to Cain and he's big and covered in fur and covered in um, and blurry head. and yeah and his <laughs> So the, the, the mark the of Cain,
3: distance, Cain is a Bigfoot,
0: which. Seems, I'll be honest, quite far-fetched, even for the there.
3: Yeah, I feel like if I was Eve and I had two sons, and one of them was like a normal-looking human, and the other one was a Sasquatch, I wouldn't let them play together. I don't
2: think. Be like, hey, kill that one.
3: Can we kill the really funny-looking
2: one? Yeah, Jacinda didn't got into politics uh, through her auntie, um, and she recruited T- Jacinda when she was a teenager to work on Harry Dynhoven's campaign in New Plymouth, which is where I'm from. And huh? um, he actually hit on my mum, which is always a wonderful thing for politicians <laughs> to do. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, she helped, she, she campaigned for him in, in, in New Plymouth. And um, where I'm going to be living in, in Taranaki, you can actually see his house. Which he bulldozed <laughs> against ewy wishes. So Harry Dunhaven, lovely guy. Uh, if you're there, don't sue. <laughs> well,
3: he had the most um kind of benign administrative scandal I've ever heard of in New Zealand politics, which is he self-reported himself to the Speaker of the House um as having potentially broken uh standing rules because he is entitled to Dutch citizenship through his father and mm. never renounced it but was stripped of it due to an administrative thing that the Dutch government did and so went to apply for it again so that he would still have this thing that he'd previously been entitled to but applying for foreign citizenship as a sitting MP theoretically makes you ineligible to continue so he reported himself to the speaker the speaker was like I mean you're probably you're like the MP for New Plymouth nobody really cares (laughs) Um, and then they ended up passing a a, um, like retrospectively making it okay.
1: Jacinda if you're listening I have a a way of getting anything you want out of Australia. Like, okay, yeah. so you remember a few years ago how there was a big controversy about the Australian vice? Uh, Is Joyce? Yeah, um, yeah, deputy prime minister being a New Zealander by birth and therefore <laughs> are ineligible. I reckon we do what the Mormon Church does. <laughs> and any time an Australian wants to be the prime minister, you go. You're gonna have to give us some money, or. We're going to turn you into a New Zealand. I accidentally a Oopsie. Oh no, oh no, sorry. I've got a passport here. Don't make me use
3: it. It's um, I just did want to point out that uh, when I was reviewing Jacinda Ardern's maiden speech, uh, it was uploaded to YouTube in 2008 when she made it. There was a post on there that someone posted in 2013 that just said she's going to be Prime Minister. And it was posted in 2013 years before any in you know she came anywhere near the upper echelons of the labor party and that post was made by twiglet, what? What?
1: Yeah. twiglet.
3: the food <laughs> yep their profile picture is a packet of twiglets
1: <laughs> hey. is that because twiglets are flavored with yeast byproducts like marmite yeast is a fungus and jacinda ardern's oldest enemy according to me <laughs>
3: Quiglitz was warning its fungal brethren yep. and saying, "Guys, guys, guys, we've got to look out. <laughs> this, this bitch is on the way up. She's she's got it in for us. We know this much."
0: Jacinda famously was a very very young um, leader, um, but I found out that she's not even the youngest at the moment. There are she's only eighth in the list. We're beaten by like Mali, El Salvador, Inland. North Korea, and the leader of San Marino is like twenty seven years old.
1: Um, But the Finnish prime minister just had to apologise for going out clubbing when she had a meeting. Wasn't it?
3: She was out clubbing, so she didn't get the text saying she'd been exposed to COVID. Uh,
2: (laughs) Which is not something you'd ever worry about with Jacinda because she's a parent, and no parent can go out anymore. But she's also the second prime minister, second woman in office to ever give birth whilst in office. Uh, I assume not in her office in a hospital.
1: But well, she is in um, labour. It's
2: uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> such a great. Imagine if she'd been a national. What a, waste. What a national waste. God, I just cannot imagine being a prime minister and having a baby. Like, it's hard enough not being prime minister yeah. and having a baby. I imagine know, it's, it's hard to... enough
3: being a prime minister and having to look after Winston Peters, let alone an actual infant. Oh, well, he it's was in cancer.
0: charge while she was on maternity leave. Winston Peters was in charge of our country and it all turned to shit. I think that's when COVID got in. <laughs> I think that's when the economy <laughs> collapsed. Yeah. I and mean, then luckily she came back yeah, and just... fixed everything up
3: i also like when you look her up because she and clark aren't married they don't really know how to list him in like wikipedia so he's down as domestic partner which oh. i like opens up the opportunity that she's got international partners as well so that... I,
2: I kind of wish they could like consort like he was like yeah. prime minister yeah. consort. Yeah, <laughs> so good. She, she's also the only uh, leader to have brought, to have got a outright majority in our political system which is a political system that that actually kind of makes sense as opposed to so many other political systems yeah, awesome. the only one that, only one of MMP we um, have either one landslide. All right, hey, we ah. better
0: wrap up. Um, let's quickly just go back around and uh, um, list our facts. Mine was that uh, Jacinda, much like Adolf Hitler and Roseanne Barr, is yeah. uh, been a member of the Mormon Church. Uh,
1: my fact was that Jacinda Ardern was videoed, the first time on video was as a 17-year-old presenting her science fair project. Um, and uh, it was a project that was using bacteria to kill fungus.
2: Uh, My fact was that uh, Jacinda Ardern's partner Clark Gayford originally sent a letter to her rival Nikki Kaye, but ended up sending a letter to Jacinda Ardern. They hit it off over coffee and he's the reason why she's Prime Minister. Not to say that she is not an incredibly capable person herself, but (laughs) that fish just don't get you this far enough.
3: My fact was that Jacinda Ardern's rise to power was prophesied by a popular UK yeast-based wheat snack. (laughs)
0: All right, it is time to vote. I want you to point to the person you think had the best fact of the day. On three, and a one, and a two, and a three. Jennifer Jen. Jewel, that is three votes. Congratulations, you've nailed it with Twiglets. Of course, you have.
3: I'm just really hungry. I just like to say a massive thanks to um, Jacinda Ardern for being the most interesting Prime Minister to um, to research because you're fun and cool. And please retweet our podcast. That would be awesome. Thanks. Um, <laughs> I'd also like to say thank you to everyone for listening and watching and engaging with us. You can tweet at us on our um, Twitter handles, which are on the YouTube video and also in the show notes of our podcast. Um, and we'd love to hear your favorite facts about our wonderful Prime Minister just in
0: Remember
2: okay, to you. vote
3: everyone.
2: Vote vote. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.